This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Someone asked me the following Shiloh this past week, that they realized the, the night, they called me, I think it was Thursday evening, they realized Wednesday night they were using an onion, and then they used only half the onion, and they put the other half of the onion in the fridge, and they wanted to know, can they use that onion Thursday night? What's the premise of the Shaila? We're all familiar that there's some halacha that you're not allowed to use a leftover onion. What is this based on? So this is a Gemara, Nida Daf Yitzayin. It's a hard Gemara to read because there's some gears issues in the Gemara. But the Gemara tells us, in the name of Rashbi, the Gemara tells us, Daf Yitzayin, Amar Alf, and Gittin, the Gemara tells us, in Nida, five things says the Gemara, if you do them, you're mechaiv benavshoi, v'domen b'roishoi. A double whammy. and So Rashi explains what does all this mean. Rashi says, You're causing bad things to happen to yourself. This is not a good thing to do. What are these bad, five bad things that can happen? Says the Gemara. If we eat shum, that is peeled. Onions and garlic. And a peeled egg. Uh, peeled egg? What, what's going on over here? Everyone eats uh, peeled eggs. Then the Gemara continues, So Rashi explains that the prohibition of eating peeled is only when it's over aleim alayla. When these things went overnight with being peeled, then it's dangerous. That's how Rashi learns the Gemara. Now Rashi, when he quotes the Gemara, he leaves out the case of the egg. He only repeats the other two. And the Rashash already jumps on this, and Rabbi Shafai says that Chuva, we address this, and they have a possibility that maybe eggs don't count. Maybe the whole prohibition is only onions and other things, but not eggs. This is very negay. A lot of people peel eggs, let's say for Shabbos. Let's say you peel eggs on Friday, then you leave the eggs over until Shabbos morning, and you're going to eat them Shabbos morning. So according to this diok, eggs are not included in this prohibition, only onions and, and, and shum. Others disagree, and it's a question. But either way, this is brought down like this in the Gemara. If you look at the Masechah's Derech Eretz, it brings down the same thing. And there it also has eggs included. It has eggs and all the other things. And there's a prohibition. Now what's wrong with this? So the Gemara continues. The Gemara says it's some form of Ruach Ra. The Gemara says, however, the Gemara gives us some more rules. The Gemara says, Even if you put in some form of a covering, you put in some form of protection, you put in a refrigerator, Says the Gemara, Ruach Ra Alehem. Doesn't matter. The Ruach Ra gets through all the covers and it gets to it. Says the Gemara, This is only if it's fully peeled that there's no root or peel left to it. But if some of the root or the peel is left, less lambot's not a problem. Okay? So now we have to deal with the question at hand. Someone wanted to know that they peeled an onion the night before they left it overnight. They put in the fridge. Are they allowed to use this onion this the next night? So the first question is, do we pass them like this Gemara? So, yeah. What do you do with something like, you make Oh, we're going to talk about it. Oh, so we're going to talk about it. So when you it, first of all, once you mishaneh the original tzur, it's mutter anyways. And then when you mix it with other things, it also becomes mutter. We'll get to that, yeah. So let's do it straight up. Mamisha, an onion, real onion. So if you take a look in the Rishayim, Taisvis and Bay and other Rishayim, they bring down this Gemara Kibshutai. Like it's a real thing. Interestingly enough, if you look in Shulchan Aruch and the Ramah, they do not bring it down. 
However, there is a line in the Ramah which could be alluding to it. The Ramah is talking about all the things they're not supposed to do because they're dangerous. Then the Ramah says, You should be careful from anything which brings you to Sakana. Because Sakanta were more machmed than Isra. The Ramah doesn't tell you what he's referring to. He makes like this blanket statement. So maybe he's referring to this Gemara. That this Gemara is Ruach Ra, and that's some form of Sakana. So maybe the Ramah is alluding to, but he never says explicitly this din in the Gemara. The Marshal, Marshal already writes, no, no, Ruach Ra doesn't apply today. We don't have this Ruach Ra, and that's why it's not brought down, not in the Rambam, not in the Shulchan Aruch, not in the classical Rishayim. It is interesting to note the Mordechai. Mordechai was a 13th century Rishon. Mordechai was a student of Merami Rutenberg. So the Mordechai writes that he spoke to his Rebbe, the Merami Rutenberg, and the Merami Rutenberg gave him the response that Lo It's not common already today to have such a thing as Ruach Ra. So already as early as this man of Rishonim, we saw some Rishonim already had this notion that there is no such issue of Ruach Ra, repeated later by the Mashal, and seems to be uh, reflected by the fact that this din is not brought down anywhere, not in Shulchan Aruch, and not in the Rambam. However, it's brought down by a lot of Achronim. For example, the Prichadosh, the Shulchan Aruch HaRav, the Aruch HaShulchan, the Ben Ishchai, the Kaf HaChayim, the Lakut Halachas, which is the Mishnah The Lakut Halachas writes the following line. He says, Lo'imotzinu zebi Rambam. It's not brought down in the Rambam. We call Mokim Vadit Tzorach Lizar. That's the Lashon of Lakut Halachas, the Mishnah on his Sefer in Temesachas Nida. So clearly it is brought down by a lot of later Achreim, despite the fact that it's not brought down by our classical works of the Psiske Halacha. The Stiplo is very Makbid, as well as other G'daylam, they were very mackbut on this halacha. So, where does that leave us with the following scenario? So, there's an unbelievable truth in the river. It's Ephraim. Ephraim Grimman has a very big chiddish, where he writes that if you put it in the refrigerator and you wrap it in foil, it, the ruach rod doesn't get to it. Foil, fridge, double, double whammy, safe. All the achreim say, but it's against the gemara. The gemara seems to say that even if you wrapped it in something, it seems like ruach rod still applies. But that was the chiddish of the river. Ephraim, as the Vayan David also has such a, a possibility. If you make it kli toich kli, Let's say you take it and you put it into a container and you put that container into the fridge. So it's like kli toich kli. So maybe the Ruach Ruach can't penetrate through that. However, that is widely rejected by most of the Achroinim. The best possibility would be the Bidiyevid wrap. When the Gemara talks about Ruach Ruach, does that mean Lechatchila only? Or does that mean even Bidiyevid? So the Shavuz Yankov, Yaakov Reitra has a tshuva where he talks about all Ruach Ruach things. He says all Ruach Ruach is muta Bidiyevid. We use this once in a year when we talked about putting food under the bed. In camp, a lot of people put the food under the bed. So the Shavuz Yankov held that anything that's because of Ruach Ra, B'dyeved, you're allowed to eat. So that's one side of the According to the Shavuz Yankov, anything B'dyeved, you're allowed to eat, uh, you're allowed to eat B'dyeved. Rabbi Vadi Yosef in the Tshuva, he seems to lean that way also in our Sigya. And one of his arguments is, being that this is not quoted by the classical Shulchan Aruch and Ramah, and therefore, says Rabbi Vadi, together with the Shavuz Yankov, he held B'dyeved, you would be allowed to eat the onion if you need to. Reb Shmuel was also leaning on that Mahalach, that Bidi Evid, there is room in the system, Eliezer has a tshuva also. So this person who called me up, I didn't think they were looking for Heter, I thought they were willing to, you know, take the, the, high, the high road, so therefore I told them not to eat the onion. But the place can talk about, let's say they talk about a scenario in a yeshiva where someone peeled like a hundred eggs for breakfast the next morning. And then they left it overnight. They left the eggs without the shell. It will be a big hefzer for the yeshiva. So of course, if there's a tzayrich, if you feel that there's a reason, you would definitely be allowed to eat it. Let's say, for example, that was the onion you were going to use for your Shabbos morning, for the suda. So many poets can say, Shayma mitzvah, layeh the davarat, mutter, le tzayrich mitzvah. Reb Chaim Kanievsky has a chiddish, which is brought down by earlier as, earlier as well, that if you sprinkle salt 
or if you put oil on it, that already makes it mutter. So let's say, for example, you have a half an onion sitting, you don't know what to do with it. So if you sprinkle it with oil, you put some salt on it, then already you could use it the next morning, it's not a problem. What does it mean to be peeled? Ah, so that's a big discussion. What does it mean to be peeled? So there's actually svarim written on this topic. It's amazing. There's svarim upon svarim on a topic, which is not even brought down to the Shulchan Aruch. So Rashi has a line, the here of the... Rashi has a line in the, over there in need. you got to take a look what he's referring to. How much peel, right? Everything has many layers of peels. So by an egg, it's a little easier than by an onion. By an egg, we usually assume the shell is the peel. Forget about eggs. Why are you allowed to peel an egg on Shabbos? It's by your Yeah, good. This is all class... Yeah, it's all these discussions. 100%. Forget about eggs. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot to discuss of what's considered. So the way that it seems like, as long as there's something that you can still, you know, when the person asked me, I said, is there, any, is there any peel left? No, no, we got rid of all the peel. So by an onion, there's a lot of layers of, to an onion. So what's considered the peel? Right, you got to figure out what's considered the peel and what's considered the outside of the shell. Now, another hetter that's brought down is if you mix it with something else. Let's say, for example, you cut up onions, you mix it in a salad. So that's also not a problem. It's only if it's separate by itself. Even oh, that's a shayla. That's a good shayla. That's a machlokes apoiskim. If you mix eggs and onions together, so each thing on its own is a problem. Now that I put them together, that I saw as a machlokes apoiskim. If you could do that, so, so if you put salt and pepper and oil, you're good to go. Right? That would solve the problem. I saw Beliashiv quotes that if, let's say you take eggs and make egg salad. So he said it's mutter because it's nishtan It's not the same thing. It's a whole different egg. It's not egg. It's egg salad. It's crump. It's so it's chop, uh, it up. chop it up, right? And just keep the chop. Then if you chop it up, Rabbi Yashiv held it's nishtan etzurasay. It no longer looks like an egg. Now it looks like a ground up egg. So Rabbi Yashiv was maker. So maker, I did. There are a lot of ways to get around it. And even if there's a pressing reason, b'dieved, you can also probably eat it. But again, many paiskim are pretty strict on this. Again, I'm gonna yeah. Ah, so that's a big discussion. How do they sell these types of things? How do they sell uh, cubed garlic, frozen gar- garlic and cubed? The answer is that's usually mixed with things. There's more, there's oil in there, there's other things. Now, I'm going to just say this over, and I know I'm going to get flack for it, but I'm just going to mention, Reb Zilberstein and others have said that they believe that the reason why there's tragic deaths today, an unexplained death, is because of the Ruach Rose of the Gemara. Okay, don't yell at me. That was Reb Zilberstein's comment. So they take this very seriously, this Ruach Ra stuff. Even though the Marshal said there's no Ruach Ra today, the Mordechai said there's no Ruach Ra today, many Sifrei HaPoiskim take it seriously because at the end of the day, the Gemara does bring it down. So, B'diavet, if a person didn't put his onion into something and he really needs the onion, there's definitely Malkam to Mekel. However, if it's just a question of, you know, a few cents or a dollar or whatever it is, it would probably be better to get rid of it if it's... At, doesn't change anything, but if there's a big tzayrich, it would be mutter. There is another shayla. What about, is it raw versus cooked? Is it only raw onions or cooked? What about, let that person makes fried onions, right? He fries the fried onions, I'm sh- again, I don't know what the restaurants do, but I don't know if they make fresh fried onions every single night, but if you have fresh fried onions. So, so that's ready mixed with oil, so it's not a problem. Then there's a shayla, what's nighttime? Does it have to go exactly, you know, may uh, ace, lace? How do you count now time? Nighttime. What's considered lun belayla? What time? What hour? How do these things work? Again, fascinating that I came across Svar and Mamash written on this topic, but Allah Lamaisa, better to stay away from it. If you're going to use an onion, either use the whole onion or mix it into something, pour some salt, some oil, mix it into a salad to avoid all shells. There's even another creative shell. What about a little shimur? What about a little pesach? Well, Pesach, when Mishoyim and Menamazikin is Ruach Ro, the same thing that we discussed last year, Pesach. But Besikum, best is try to use up your onions, use up your eggs, or change them, mix them into salad, and that way you don't have to worry about the Ruach Ro.